Have you ever thought about what it takes to grow an impressive following on social media platforms like YouTube, Instagram, and LinkedIn? How about the effort and strategy behind turning that following into a source of income? Welcome to the Influencer Breakdown Podcast with your hosts, Dan Pinkard and Jake Potter Rivera. This is your place to hear from and learn about the people who have made it as influencers. Hello and welcome to episode three. We are really excited about this episode. Today we have a uh, special guest with us, Siobhan. She has an Instagram account and we'll let her tell tell you a little bit about what she does. But um, I actually personally know Siobhan through uh, um, my wife and I have a photography business and we did some work together uh, sometime last year. I don't remember exactly when it was. So I, I personally know Siobhan and we're really excited to have her. Uh, this is going to be a fun episode. So uh, Siobhan, do you want to go ahead and just kind of tell a little bit about yourself, what you kind of do, um, talk about uh, what your Instagram is focused on, just kind of like a very broad overview of you and your Instagram. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Um, so hi, first of all, I'm like super excited to be here. Um, my name is Siobhan and I am a creative influencer on Instagram. My Instagram account is mainly art focused. Um, so I've sort of over time created a way of incorporating graphic design work into pretty much every image I post, whether it has me involved in the photograph or just scenery. Um, I'm really, really inspired by so many things that kind of have created this account for me um, that of course started out for my own interests and then in turn um, resulted in a way of just another job. So it's been really, really cool and it's been an incredible journey. Um, and I've kind of just stuck to my art as its main focus the entire time, um, which means the most to me. So, yeah. And where are you based out of? Um, so I am pretty much equal right now. Um, I am in California and then I'm also in New York city. So I'm in the Southern California area in Santa Barbara at like the current moment. Um, and then around like the West Village area of New York City. So in both places, um, I'm sure as you can imagine, have really, really inspired me and my art in so many ways. So it's been really, really cool, obviously, because both are so different. <laughs> so yeah, mm -hmm. opposite sides of the country, yeah, yeah. opposite corners, so different, and then so inspiring in completely different ways. But it's like, I feel like at this point in my art and in my journey and all of this, it's like, I kind of need both now, <laughs> you know, it's like when I'm experiencing <laughs> one for a while, I'm like, Oh, I got to get back there. And then it's like vice versa. So it's cool. Yeah. That's so cool. I have never been to California, but I will say that not even going there. I want to go yeah. <laughs> just because like, I think of if I, if I was had the privilege to live either in New York or California, I live in New York right now. And I think I would just preference California, not even living there. <laughs> my, my wife and I have a, uh, we have a trip planned to California. It was supposed to be actually just two weeks ago um but it got postponed till next year because of obviously everything with the yeah. the pandemic but we're so excited because that'll be my first time she's been to california but i never have yeah. so oh my gosh it'll be so epic for you then it's beautiful it's such a vibe you know like it's such like it's own mm -hmm. like thing and feeling and stuff when you're here too and like obviously the sites are gorgeous so you'll have a great time it's cool yeah yeah awesome so for the listeners i'm just going to spell out your instagram uh, handle because it's a little unique here. So it's your last name, O'Dwyer, O-D-W-Y-E-R underscore S-I-O-9. Yes. So, um, and then, so you have, you're almost at 84,000 followers on Instagram. Just looking at it right now. I mean, that is a super impressive number, by the way. That's, that's oh, awesome. Thank you. 
Thank you. Yeah, it's so funny because clearly like just you spelling on my Instagram handle makes me laugh because this obviously or, you know, whether it's obvious or not to people like for me, it's like looking at something like that. I'm like, wow, this girl definitely didn't plan for mm-hmm. like this intent kind of thing. So yeah, it kind of makes me laugh. And it's cool in a way too, because it's like I definitely set out to just have my own personal account for the fun of it. Um, and that was it. So here we are today. So what is your what is your like main I know that you you said that you're an artistic influencer on Instagram. What is like your main um staple to your art that makes you unique? Yeah, so I'm mainly floral based, which obviously mm-hmm. you click on my account and you're like, "Whoa, flowers in your face." <laughs> um <laughs> yeah, and it's it's interesting cuz again, like I didn't say, you know, I wanted to get in I didn't even really I have no background in graphic design, none of that. So I really was just kind of like Um, you know, I loved like wildflowers and all of like those pops of colors and other images I had taken. And I just sort of started to find ways to incorporate those slowly into some of my images, you know, themselves. And then I guess over time, I, it kind of became a theme I stuck to because I just loved like the bright, like happy, positive vibe they would give me when I would create them. I mean, of course I can go into like the detail of kind of my whole story with how my account got started and kind of took off all that. But obviously you guys let me know. Yeah. Uh, I think that that's actually a great place to start. Why don't you just give us, I mean, you're going to do most of talking for us right now. We're here to really listen, but why don't you just give us the full rundown of like, where did your account start? You said that it started as a personal account. At what point did it start to transition and and how's that journey been for you? Yeah. Awesome. Okay. So I was living in the Bay area of California. So Currently, I'm in Santa Barbara, so SoCal, but um, up north, I started to really get into photography at the time. And this was probably five to six years ago. And I loved photography. I loved travel. And they just kind of coincided. I got myself a really nice DSLR, um, a couple lenses, and I was just mainly focused on capturing really cool scenery um, when I was traveling to places like Southeast Asia, Europe. Um, And then, of course, the California coast became pretty special to me. Um, and then during that time, a couple years into living in the Bay Area, I had moved to New York City and I found it, you know, awesome, really cool, fun opportunity. But, you know, little did I know it would take a lot of adjusting, um, especially emotionally. Mm. And I, I'm also what a lot of people don't know, actually, and I feel like are just starting to find out. Um, I'm also a pharmacist. So at this time, I was working as a pharmacist in the Bay Area as like my main source. Wow. <laughs> Yeah. (laughs) Um, That's awesome. Very different side of your head for sure. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I'm definitely a creative, but I definitely find ways to use both sides. But um, so I'd moved to New York City and continued working as a pharmacist there, of course. And on my subway rides, I, you know, I overwhelmed with emotions, just trying to adapt to change in lifestyle, change in schedule. But then of course, my environment was huge emotionally for me. And I had gone from, you know, long, beautiful drives, peaceful, like looking at this like stunning scenery pretty much every day of my life in California to, you know, crazy, dirty subways, chaotic people like, you know, I'm being smushed. I literally <laughs> That's a good description. <laughs> being smushed on the sixth line. Like I just found none of it at that time magical at all. And it's just it's so funny to say this now because like I find New York City so magical now. And back then I was like, get me out. <laughs> so <laughs> I guess as a way of like 
you know, I've always been someone who kind of took to creativity as like my way of coping emotionally in life. So I kind of grew up um, as a dancer. I actually wanted to go to school for dance. So that was a big part of my life and kind of my outlet during those years. And then, you know, after that, it kind of turned to photography and travel together. And then, of course, my art kind of blossomed from there. And on my subway rides, I would just notice myself instead of bringing a book or bringing something to read, I would just kind of flip through old photos of my memories in California. And I started to get, you know, of course, nostalgia set in and all of that. And I loved my pictures of Big Sur. It's a specific um, part of the Pacific Coast Highway. And, and I just found it so stunning, like so magical, like the mountains kind of diving into the rugged coastline and the ocean with these like beautiful wildflowers that like, I always was like, how do people just not plant these here? Like this place looks unreal. So what I would do was I originally posted photos of just these places and no, not much editing involved other than your basics. And, um, and I loved it. You know, I still look at those photos and I love them because for me, it represents so much of kind of the start of all this. And, mm -hmm. um, so I would look through those photos and then slowly over time on my subway rides, I'd kind of just play around with different apps and different editing tools. I bring my laptop, of course, when I started to get really interested in it and I would just kind of add in more florals. Cause I was like, how can I make this like even cooler? I, you know, according to my eyes and my creative vision and yeah, I would just, I would post it for my own fun and I think at the count at the time my account was definitely private um like friends and family only kind of thing <laughs> um and then I made it public for a little bit like a couple months and then kind of well into that I think just my art started to get reposted a lot one of my first big reposts that like you know of course I'll never forget just because it was one of those moments I was just so excited and proud was um, urban outfitters. And then I would say that was like my turning point of where I was like, okay, like what I do, I guess people really do love and find really interesting just as much as I do. And, you know, kind of took that and went with it. And, you know, obviously my images now are so much more detailed and they take so mm -hmm. much more time, but it definitely just started with my crazy subway rides to and from work and kind of like, how can I, how can I distract myself? where I'm not getting to start my shift for the day so overwhelmed, you know? Yeah, that's so fun. Yeah. So how long ago was that, uh, maybe that turning point of being reposted by Urban Outfitters? That was probably three, two and a half, three years ago now. Okay, two and a half. awesome. Yeah. Yep. And so when it started to be more of a, more than just a private account where you're just posting it for fun, how long did it take before you started to, like you said, now it takes a lot more time. You invest more time and effort into it. Mm -hmm. How long did it take before you got to that point where you, where you really realized this is something that you want to invest a lot more into? Um, honestly, I will say my account really, really grew very rapidly kind of, I mean, I wouldn't call it overnight, but re to me, it was really, really quick, especially considering the fact that at this time, it was still something I knew was taking off and people were loving. And stuff, but I, I wasn't, I didn't feel the pressure that I feel now, I guess, when it was growing so rapidly, um, which was kind of cool. Like, I honestly would say, like, within a month to two months, like, it really, like, the transition of, you know, followers and reposts and all of that, that goes into this really, really took off. How long ago, I would probably say, 
like that repost that I got that was like pretty, you know, exciting for me was about two and a half years ago, I would say like, maybe two years ago. So so two years ago is when you would say that that you really started to to invest more time. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Awesome. So so now you said you spend about equal amounts of time in New York and California. Mm-hmm. Um, so what does that look like? What is what is your kind of your lifestyle look like in being in two very different locations and, and um, why you spend the time in those two different locations and how how that plays a part in your uh, social media? Yeah. So I I'm able I'm licensed as a pharmacist in both. So I'm able to work in both. Um, which has been kind of like the reasoning of why I was going back and forth. And then, of course, my photographs and images obviously were taken in these places. Um, I would spend more time in New York majority. I feel like I've been out here for a while now just because, you know, there's more to do outside and stuff during this crazy time. Um, But I would probably say like once a month I was traveling. It was pretty frequent. Um, but of course, like what I, I guess photography wise and like graphic design work wise, New York, I would take, like, I loved capturing like street views and images. And that's what you see a lot on my account, um, more recently than before. Um, and then kind of, I, I guess I bring California and like the florals and wildflowers and all of that into those Mm -hmm. too. Um, which is really cool. And what you what if you know me well, you know, usually that if I'm posting <laughs> a place that I'm not in, or like, I guess, how can I word this when I'm say I'm in California, and I'm posting New York, it's because I'm in California, and I miss New York. That's like how I mm. that's how like my head works. Right, like, right. You know, it's like you almost like long for the place that like you start to miss or you start to be like, Oh, I'm like, nostalgic, I want to get back there and stuff. So a lot of my floral edits um, as of late have been of the city and just kind of, you know, things blooming and whatever, especially with everything going on in a crazy way. It's almost like inspiring me to try to keep up like that positive, hopeful vibe that I try to bring out in my images. So a lot of New York lately, and that's because I'm not there. Um, But that definitely is just how I am all the time. Like if I'm in New York, you'll probably see more California images. So um, yeah. It's very interesting. Now, part of this um, podcast is that we just want to provide value for the listeners to really understand, like what you know, what are the some of the big accounts on these platforms? What goes into that and whatnot? So, if you wouldn't mind, could you explain um, just the amount of time that you spend on Instagram and what that looks like? How much effort you put, um, and then also, um, obviously, you're talking about you have an, a very artistic Instagram page. Um, your photos are well edited and in different ways. So how much time, like what's the creative process and how much time do you spend per photo? So probably per photo on average, I would say two to three hours on average. Some are actually way quicker for me just because it's, it's repetitiveness in a way. Like I kind of have a whole method down for my process. Um, and then some are of course, even longer, they can be up to four hours. The process for me is actually very interesting. So a lot of times, because like I said, I do work as a pharmacist, I'll sometimes start like I'll wake up. Usually when I first wake up in the morning, and when I go to bed at night, I feel really, really inspired artistically. And that's when I usually take to my, you know, creations and art. And in the morning, sometimes I'll start an image and then literally go about my day as if 
I didn't even do any of this, like, you know, making food, going to work, things like that. And then I'll come back and finish it off at night. Um, I actually really love doing that. Like I actually do that with any image I create, even if I finish it in the morning and it only takes me an hour or two, I will always like kind of hold off and take my eyes away from it for a while and then kind of go back to it at night and just kind of see what I think, what I can fix and how it looks. I'm definitely a huge, like if I stare at something for too long, you know, it's, it always helps when you have a different set of eyes on something. So um, mm-hmm. I try to always stick to that with every image. On average, like I said, it definitely is two to three hours. My all floral images that you'll see on my account take actually less time. They're more of a repetitive type of creation that I've grown really accustomed and used to. So those are a lot quicker for me, more on like the one to two hour timeline. And then my cityscapes are, to me, it feels like eternity. <laughs> um, <I'm> <laughs> perfectionist with those. So it's like, you know, adding sunflowers to the Chrysler building or, you know, the corner of a skyscraper or something like for me, like zooming in on that and like editing that, like it has to be perfect. So it's like, when you look at those images, they're really, really detailed and there it's definitely, it's a journey with those. It takes so long. So yeah, we're looking at some of those right now, and it's it's really impressive. I I can only imagine how long it would take, mm-hmm. uh, and and probably for you, you've you've gotten used to it, so it would be faster than if I was to do it. Yeah, I it definitely is very like I've definitely gotten used to them, but they still I think too it's just it's because like I always start off with like this like thing in my head of like wow like I could make like I'll see one of my photos that I took, um, like say for example like the West Fourth. Uh, subway stop and it's like you know there's like dirt and garbage on the ground like the subway is just going by but it's like it really is not (laughs) not very pretty looking from the start right and I'm just kind of like I look at it and it looks it's like a challenge to me it's like wait I could like add like my favorite sunflowers or you know wildflowers or something really cool and like make this make this me you know and I so I always start off with a vision and then it's like, it's the greatest challenge for me, especially with this New York city ones to like bring that to life. So it's like, I refuse to like stop until like I have that on my screen in front of me. So it sometimes leads to late nights. <laughs> yeah. sounds like it. Do you have a memory of like what, what photo took you the longest and how long it took? Yeah. So I have one that took me four and a half. Um, and let me pull up my account. That's probably my longest if like you were to calculate the entire time from start to finish, it was four and a half and it four and a half hours. Yeah. Okay. And it is, it's on my account and it's actually one of my more recent ones. Let me find it. Mm-hmm. It's a subway. Yeah. Um, oh, I think we saw the yeah. subway one. Yes. I was looking at that. So there's, there's one subway one that I love that one was the first subway one I ever edited. That's pretty much just sunflowers in the foreground. Um, you guys can probably see it on my account that that did not take that long. It's the second It's kind of like you'll see it's kind of like the second Subway one where like yeah, it, it's just more detailed, but it took such a long time just to kind of Like get the color cutting out yeah. flower that like you see in there and like the flowers if you kind of look on like the other side of the train tracks there's flo- there's floral scenes there too and that took a long time so and- and it looks like you you post on Instagram maybe every other day. Is that pretty, is that about right? Pretty much, yeah. Like I'll go through weeks where probably like two weeks ago I was posting almost every day just because I was 
super inspired and kind of creating things like back to back and was like, well, I have all this content. I might as well just like go with it and post daily, but actually prefer to do every other. I think just because my edits do take so long and so much goes into it, like creatively, emotionally and all of that, that it's kind of like, for me at least, just kind of nice to like let them be (laughs) for 24 hours instead of kind of like just you know, posting the next image, not that it takes away from my previous one, but you know, you kind of get what I mean. Like art's just kind of to let it be just for a minute kind of thing. And even after I have tons of content that I haven't posted yet, which is exciting, you know, but it's like, I'll get super excited where I'm like, Oh, I want to post today. I want to post today. And I'm like, no, just let it be for a day and sit on it. And then, you know, use it tomorrow kind of thing, just because yeah, it makes sense just because of, you know, my focus on my account and stuff. So, yeah. And it's especially it's I mean, if you're working full time still and, and some of them are taking you up to four plus hours, um, I could see how you would want to space it out a little yeah. bit, too. Yeah. Like it's of course like, yeah, I have to be human, too. So like having a full day of just like not having that four hour session of editing is obviously really important <laughs> mentally, you know, I need sleep, I need rest and all that. So I try to, yeah, like I take it easy when I can. So if I'm creating tons of content in all of that, like one week, maybe the next week, I'll just kind of chill a little bit. And, you know, it helps artistically too. You can't push yourself too much because it's, it, mm-hmm. and it, you'll notice it takes away from what you do create and stuff when you're getting like too ahead of yourself so yeah my wife and I uh have a photography business you know that um and sometimes when we when we are editing pictures for hours on end uh multiple days in a row it can it can get it can bog you down a little bit so I know the same thing for editing videos because my wife and I have a YouTube page and we all have creative things, but uh, we uh, we just did a like little challenge where we wanted to challenge ourselves to post a video every single day for a week. Yeah. And it was really, really, really emotionally, just physically, mentally draining. It's, you know, by the yeah. end of it all, it was it's like, super yeah. Hard. And you, you kind of like, in a way, I mean, at least for me, sometimes my art and images like get distorted in my head because like I've just mm-hmm. been staring at things for too much. You know, it's like, it helps so much creatively to take your mind and yourself away just for a little bit and Mm. then resume and like get back to it. So I totally get you guys. So, you know, taking a look at the Instagram thing, because I know I love the photos you have. I love the creative process you have. And, but ultimately, you know, what we're looking at is that you're, you have an Instagram platform and what was it like as your page started growing fast? What were the emotions? I've never experienced that with an Instagram page. So what were those emotions? If you could share, you know, the process, the time frame from, you know, a thousand followers to now you're at almost 84,000 followers. What's that? What's that like for you? Yeah. I mean, of course, like I was it, was, it was like being overjoyed. And it was funny because at this time I, I felt like I was working in the pharmacy a ton. So it was really cool to me to just like, you know, I'd be at work for like, gosh, like my, some of my shifts were like 12 hours and I would, you know, kind of log on to Instagram when I had a minute to like eat something on the side at work. And I would just like get on and be like, oh my God, like this thing is like blowing up like in front of me. And like, you know, like I, it wasn't really like I was monitoring it that much and stuff. So it was really, really cool. And like, it was beautiful to see because it was, it was my art, you know, and it was like mm-hmm. so much of my art is not just like, oh, let me like create this image just because it looks pretty. Like, you know, yes, I hope they look pretty for others, but it's like, 
so much of me and like my emotions and kind of like life experiences, just things that, that I've been through bring out so much of what my photos kind of speak to for others. So it, it really is me. And that's why I was like, wow, this is really, really cool. I'm overjoyed and so emotional and excited about this because it was genuine, you know, it was hundred mm-hmm. It was, you know, and I, I respect influencers. I think every influencer is, it's amazing what people can kind of produce and create in this world that we have and this platform that we have. And, you know, it just, it meant so much to me because I guess, you know, I was looking at it from a perspective of like, you know, I wasn't just there to just promote products or something like that. Like this was, this is art. Like this is, this is me. This is my heart. And yeah, it, it just, it meant so much to me. And I thought it was so cool. Um, especially again, because I wasn't really paying much attention to it, probably less than people, what people expect just with like, you know, what it's grown to become. Um, so yeah, it's really, really cool. Like the emotions were just so positive and so much excitement. And with that, it inspires you more, you know, that's how I took it. It was like all this positive feedback and excitement surrounding it just made me just want to pump out more different creations and how can I challenge myself next, you know? Yeah, that's, it's fun because I mean, we, we talk about this sometimes, uh, Jacob and I do about how sometimes influencers, there's, there can be this stigma of, uh, they're, when they talk about a product or a service or anything like that, they're doing it for the money. It's a business to them. So it's cool that for you, it's, it's something that's so authentic and real to you. (laughs) And it grew naturally. You weren't just trying to, trying to get as many followers as you could so you could make money, but it's something that you're passionate about and love doing. Um, so that's exciting to hear. But I, I am curious, are, are there any downsides? Are there any like cons to the, the, the growth, the tens of thousands of Instagram followers? Is there anything that has been kind of uh, negative with that? Honestly, I can't really say much negative. I mean, of course, like pressure's on now, you know, it's kind of like, mm-hmm. I definitely I was saying this to a friend recently, like I definitely, I feel like I'm at a point now where I'm creating and I create an image and I love it. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is, I always say to myself, oh my gosh, like Siobhan, like this is probably your best one or, you know, whatever. And then like the second I like think those thoughts that are hundred percent positive, there's this part of me that's like, like, how am I going to top this for myself, for myself, you know? So it's, there's definitely like this pressure aspect now where, but in a way it's, it's motivating as well. Cause it's like, come on, like you're capable of doing this, like look at how far you've come kind of thing. Um, I honestly, I really don't have like specific negatives to say about it. Um, I mean, the only thing that's kind of going on as of recent times, and I guess it's, it's, it's a good thing in a way too, if you look at it on both sides, but a lot of my art, um, has kind of taken over Pinterest, which is cool and it's great. And it's, it's definitely, I can totally see how it's perfect for a platform like that, but with any piece of art, the artist gets lost, right? So, yeah. yeah. So with that, I've kind of had a couple issues come up recently that, you know, I've had to get some professional advice on and help with, with it, with them being resold, which is pretty unfortunate. Oh, that's sad. Yeah. Yes. So, so with that, you know, I've kind of been, of course, there's a lot of frustrations and, you know, anger when you see that, but at the same time, you like, you have to look at it as like, you know, people love your stuff that much that it's, 
that they're willing to go this route, I guess, you know, it's kind of like, all right, that's cool. And I have to look at it on the positive side. And then of course, take action where appropriate and get professional help, which I am now. And it's kind of like, I guess it's cool that, you know, I'm sure at some point I would have needed to do something like this eventually anyways. So I feel so much more comfortable now having some help with this area that clearly I have no, you know, background in or experience in um, when it comes to copyright issues and all of this. So that part has been very, very recent, actually, and it's been very interesting. Um, but also, it's it's cool. It's, I'm learning a lot, and I'm. I think it's you know going forward, this is going to benefit me to kind of know and have under my belt. So, I guess negative things, I would say that. But you know, I'm trying to just look at it as you know, it's actually positive when you think about it. So, yeah, I mean, on one hand, your your art is getting shared, and it shows that people love it. Um, What's the old saying? Something is the best form of flattery. Imitation. Yeah, yes. imitation is the best form of flattery. There we go. I can't think of the word, but I'm dying right now because I, I was literally trying to think of that quote when I was. Yeah, I couldn't think of the word. I know. I know. You know, I like the words are there. I just couldn't formulate. Them. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what it is, and that's exactly how I'm trying to look at it from that end. Yeah, you know, it's it's obviously not that fun to have to deal with something like that but you know you you get through it you figure it out and then you know what to do mm -hmm. the best part is now i feel so comfortable and you know if this were to happen again in the near future i know exactly what to do and it's not so mm -hmm. oh my gosh a crisis and freaking out what do i do how do i you know figure this out navigate this so yeah 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 obviously in the the uh creative world that's something that people talk about a lot and um with photography art um no matter what it is videos it can be a hard thing to navigate, but it is it is cool. Like you said, it's a positive thing too because it shows that you have you you have gotten to a point that other people are desiring what you have, and and um, you're impressing other people to the point where they they want to copy it. So even though it's unfortunate, it is it is still uh, a positive in a way too. It's almost like an affirmation that you've made it to a certain point. Exactly. You know that. Exactly. Yeah. Not that it's a good thing. <laughs> I know. It's like. Well, the part that bothers me, I think, is like, of course, when you see like someone just literally like cop like putting your images on all these different products, you're you I look at it and like my initial thoughts are like, oh my gosh, the amount of work in in hours and thoughts and feelings that went into these images that someone just simply like grabbed and threw up for sale. Like that's the hurtful part. But then I feel like I get super angry because I'm like, you know, I'm I am someone I feel like I go through every day and I'm like, oh, I wish I had like five to six more hours today to like pump out or, you know, like do something more because I'm, I don't want to go to bed yet. You know, I have all these thoughts and like ideas in my head. So I look at that and that's where I was kind of getting annoyed with the whole process of getting help outside of this corporate issues because it, it takes time. It took a lot of time to kind of navigate this and how to go about it properly and professionally. And that's where I was like, Oh, I could be creating this whole time. And instead I'm dealing yeah. with, something so silly you know but again mm. you know i think the the hard part's over and if it happens again going forward it, it won't take nearly as much time because i have help now i have i have have contacts i have a way of dealing with it for next time so it's all good but that was definitely like my initial like oh come on <laughs> mm -hmm. so what has been the what has been the process and as you you speak on you know pinterest specifically like people are mm -hmm. you know snagging your photos and throwing them on things to to sell which at anything it's showing you that that you know people are interested in buying your images in a way so 
What has been the process of you being able to make some revenue from Instagram? Yeah, so I've kind of had two ways of doing that. And the way I started out first was when my account started to grow, my art started to get really popular and just mostly reposted. I was getting tons of DMs and requests from my followers um, saying, you know, you should start selling these as prints. And I was like, you know what, they're right. Like I should just take some time, throw them up on, you know, website I can create or something and have that option available for them. So that's how I started making a revenue at first, mainly just sticking to my images um, as prints on my own website. And my website is in my bio, so anyone is able to easily access it. But I, um, so I took to that at first. And then with time in, you know, just having kind of lack of time throughout the days to not only manage inventory and things like that, but also continue creating, which was the most important to me. And then managing literally being a pharmacist at the time, it was so much. So mm-hmm. I had a, I have a couple friends um, I've been really, really close with on this platform. I'm super grateful for it. They've been so helpful and amazing. But I um, had one of them reach out to me and just say, hey, like you would actually probably benefit a ton from having a manager. And at the time, I was kind of leaning towards hopefully figuring something like that out just because what I was struggling with the most was managing incoming emails. So collaborations that were coming into me that I barely even had the time to read and respond to because I was trying to fit in all these other things into my day. That was where I kind of said, you know what, that honestly would be really cool. And, and I would love that. So I'm actually with a management team um, who is, they've been amazing and they help a lot with kind of like the communication of collaborations that I do. Um, and then with that, of course, they also extend, um, you know, on behalf of myself to other brands to collaborate. So between that source of income and then my prints, um, that's pretty much been, you know, my focus is on profit with my art. I am actually in the works right now of hopefully by the end of this week, I will have iPhone cases and tapestries um, available for everyone as well, which I'm really excited about because I've been getting getting so many messages like for ages, it feels. And I'm like, oh my gosh, Siobhan, like you need to sit down and really do this because I just get so caught up in creating where it's like, you know, I need to start making more things available just because, you know, it makes sense. It's, you know, it makes, it made sense like a month ago. So it's about time. So that'll also Mm -hmm. be kind of, I guess, an expansion of my prints. So kind of between my own, I guess you'd call it inventory or business that I have. And then in addition to that, I have a management team I work with who helps with um, more of like your classic influencer collaborations. And, you know, I have them as well that does a lot of the communicating and helps me make, you know, a profit as well off of my art. So. So I just wanted to um, clarify one thing. Are you, are you still working as a pharmacist? I am. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. I'm just curious because Obviously, your Instagram page has taken off too. <laughs> yes. So, of course, that's obviously still um, a form of income for me. But, you know, with my art and kind of where it's all headed and where it has been, it's definitely something I've put a lot of thought into to completely go for. Um, and honestly, mm-hmm. like for no other main reason other than like my art deserves 100% of me, you know, and yeah. I need to go through life knowing like oh I could have kind of thing I'm definitely not someone who lives like that I try to just go for everything I'm capable of and it's kind of like 
my art deserves 100%. So at least at some point in my life, and I feel like I'm at that point at the moment. So our conversation, maybe next time, (laughs) Um, and and in a good way, in a positive way. So yeah. 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 I love that response. I really do. Because I'm somebody, I just shared a Facebook post the other day that was like, you know, basically telling people to just, you know, that thing that they've always hoped to do, or you know, say that, uh, you know, maybe next week I'll do it or this or that. I have so many friends that say, you know, oh, I want to start a YouTube channel, but I just can't get the, get the yeah. nerve to film the first video or to post it or this or that. And it's like, I'm, I, I definitely am an advocate for people taking the step, the big step that it is to just follow what you're passionate about. Because even if, even if you followed that and you completely fell flat, at least you could say that you did it, you know, but it would hurt to live wondering for the rest of your life if, you, if it was a thing that was possible. I, yeah, I couldn't agree more with you. It's like, and it's so funny too, because the way I've always lived has been very like, I'm a, you know, I'm a free spirit at heart. So it's like, you know, if I want to travel somewhere, I've always found the way and means and time to make sure I go where I want. And I, you know, I, I try to live that way in every other way of my life. And I've, I've been so grateful for that, but I've also been so grateful to always keep that mindset with me. So that's why I'm like, Siobhan, like you just got to do this now, like mm-hmm. cut that tie type feeling. And of course it's, you know, it's, you have all these question marks, but just like you said, at the end of the day, like I would have such a hard time just with who I am as a person and the way I've lived in every other aspect to know that I never gave that a hundred percent, you know, and it's, you know, you, and it's you who has to make the decision too. Cause I've had, you know, I've had great friends and amazing people who have influenced me and myself and all of this who have been saying it for two years now. So it's definitely, I feel like I'm finally, you know, myself agreeing and saying, you know what, like it's time. So, so yeah, so, um, that's really cool. I, one thing I'm interested in, obviously we, we keep asking questions about like the time frame of everything. Yeah, yeah. Um, because obviously people who maybe want to grow a platform on Instagram are, are curious how, how does it look like and, and how long do I have to expect to wait? Um, and it's different for every person, but having a management team, um, how long ago did you actually start looking into and, and decide that you needed to take that step? Yeah. And if I can add to that real quick, how much did, did actually getting that management team accelerate your growth or your ability to, to, to rely on Instagram? Yeah. So it definitely accelerated it really quickly. I actually only signed with them last summer. So summer of 2019, um, it was pretty much probably we're nearing like a full year. It was definitely, I think like June or July when I solidified everything with them. And yeah, so I would say I've only been with them for just about a full year now. And it definitely accelerated things in kind of exposing me more and opening up more collaborations that I never would have probably done otherwise. And I think too, and really something I've learned from them, they've been so amazing is I always up until them was an influencer who only accepted anything that was incoming. And and that was more just because of lack of time. I just didn't have as much time to kind of sit down and say, Hey, you know, let me reach out to this company. I feel like we would be a really cool partnership or we would have, you know, a lot of, a lot of opportunity together. And I think what was really cool with them is of course, that's why they're there. They not only helped manage anything that was incoming to me, but they helped manage, you know, reaching out to brands that they see me working really well with. And it's really kind of got me out there and exposed me to 
more brand work and more it's challenged me more to somehow incorporate my art in different things into anything, whether it be skincare, whether it be, you know, other clothing products, um, you know, frames, art pieces, things like that. It's a challenge for sure, but I, I'm actually loving it because it's, you know, it's, it's cool and it's cool to try to find ways to incorporate my art other than just, you know, an image that you see that I create. So. Mm. Yeah, it's so wonderful hearing all this from you. And I just think, I mean, I think that everybody has that pipe dream of 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 growing and this or that. And it's just nice to hear from somebody who who is not only doing it, but also is in the process of doing it, just to understand like, hey, there, you know, there's reasonable steps that you can take. I, I appreciate that your growth is so authentic that you didn't just, you know, create a, a Instagram brand page right away and try to flood the market so you could gain followers, but instead that you just poured your heart into what you were creating. And um, people just naturally grew onto that when the time was right. And then now you, you see that there's ways that you've found to accelerate that and to really turn it into um, something more for yourself. Uh, we're going to go ahead and we're going to end the main show there. Um, but for any of the listeners, first of all, you can shout out your Instagram one more time. And then obviously your artwork and where you can buy that is all on that page. Yeah. So um, you guys can check my Instagram account out. It's my last name. So it's O-D-W-Y-E-R underscore S-I-O-9. Um, and then my link to my page where it kind of tells you a little bit about me and my prints um, is available on my link in my bio. Um, I always make sure to kind of include any clubs I'm working on, like in stories and, you know, links and all of that. But I also am someone who I try to be extremely responsive on Instagram with DMs and connecting with all of my followers. So please, 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 if you're listening, like do not hesitate, like DM me any question you have. If you literally just want to chat for fun, like I'm also mm. that person. So, you know, I love it's one of the best parts of this platform is connecting with so many um, and realizing how many people you share so many common interests with. So um, yeah, I'm excited to chat with many. <laughs> That, that's so fun. So, so uh, down to earth, you're a real life person. Um, a <laughs> lot of people forget that about people who have big social media followings, yeah. but a real life person who is just, just as normal as everyone else. So that's fun. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining us. And for all the listeners, uh, make sure that you uh, give our podcast a subscribe, whether you're on Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts or Spotify. Also on Apple Podcasts, make sure to rate um, the podcast you're listening to right now. If you want to, you can join us at our Patreon, which is in the link in the description of the podcast for our after show, uh, where we're going to talk a little bit more with Siobhan about some of the um, things that go on with her lifestyle, some of the money that she's able to make from Instagram, more specific numbers. If you're interested in that, go ahead and join us in that link.